I don't know if I'm going to make this a part of, so I just uploaded. So it's right. Technically it's, uh, what is it? Tuesday, May 26th right now. It's about to be midnight. So May 27th in seven minutes. Um, so I just uploaded my first full episode. Obviously the introduction exists, but like the first one, which is me talking about random stuff. Check that one out if you haven't already. I talk about the Red Wings, uh, Sports League commissioners being morons. And then we talk about the Lions, the new guys coming in, uh, the draft, what I thought about the guys we drafted, why I was happy we didn't take Tua, and how just much of a genius Matt Patricia really is. So I get into that a little bit. If you're a sports person, which I assume a lot of the people coming here probably are, so that's kind of going to be my base, go check that out. But what I do want to talk about a little bit, so I said in the introduction, obviously I'm going to talk about sports and stuff like that, but I do want to do some pop culture stuff and talk about movies, that being one of them. So let me let me get into a couple movies. First of all, I need to preface all of this by saying one thing. So one of my like group of best friends, these guys, I swear to God, have seen every movie that's ever been created. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of movies. I like to think a lot of like classic, everybody's seen those type movies. But for instance, like I haven't seen Top Gun. I don't know why. I don't know how I just have never seen it, but I've seen like Shawshank, the Godfather movies. Um, I don't know what else is considered like a classic. I've seen like every DiCaprio movie. So I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of movies like Departed. I've seen Tarantino. I've seen most of his except for his old stuff. So like I've seen a lot of movies. But again, like Pulp Fiction, haven't seen that. So they've got this list they made of me where it's all of these cla- – I think they each made – it's like their top 100 movies of all time, something like that. So we went down it, um, checked off all the ones I hadn't seen. So now I'm trying to slowly – especially during quarantine where there isn't anything else to do, I'm slowly trying to knock one off the list slowly but surely. So um, I, I figured this is the kind of the perfect time to talk about movies while I'm doing that. Give my feedback on each one. First, for, this is one of the movies I wanted to talk about, but I just thought of it. I watched Fight Club for the first time like a month ago. Unbelievable movie. Like easily, instantly, instantly when I finished it. Top 10 movie of all time for me. Movies unreal. I knew, obviously, Brad Pitt. I've heard like, oh, how do you want to look, man? And Brad Pitt and Fight Club. So the guy's jacked. So like I knew, and then Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. Like I know all these quotes and shit from it. You don't talk about fight. What's the first rule? I know all that. And I know Brad Pitt's Jack. So in my head, I was like, all right, this, this is just going to be a movie where Brad Pitt is a bad, that Brad Pitt is a badass and just like shits on people. Um, which in a way that's definitely part of it a little bit, which I mean, I'm fine with, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but the whole like, First, I didn't even know Ed Norton was in it. And second, the whole like mindfuck aspect and the whole, the whole um, like first sequence, like 20 minute sequence when he's talking about having insomnia, I was sitting there so rattled. Like it didn't even, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know what was real. What was like him being delusional? It was crazy. First of all, if insomnia is really like that, that shit is wild. Like I feel horrible for people that have it if true because that i don't even know how you could function and two um that whole mind fuck thing was just awesome i love everything about that so this is way off topic i just wanted to, i felt like i needed to throw that in there because i was like rattled at how much i liked that movie when i watched it 
So highly recommend. You haven't seen it. You like good movies. Watch that. Movies unreal. The first, so there's two movies I want to talk about on this one. The first one, I guess it's not even just a single movie, but I just, I'd already seen, I just rewatched Django the other day. I'd already seen it before, but um, only once I want to say, and it's been a couple years. So I just rewatched it for the first time since my first time, obviously. And I, I swear I forgot like how just sick of a movie it is. Like that movie's unreal. Tarantino's the man. Inglorious, one of my favorites of all time. Hateful Eight, another awesome movie. Um, but dude, Django is a, like a great, a great movie. Christoph Waltz, number one. Obviously, he's nuts and inglorious. Like I forgot how good he is in this. He's awesome in this movie. He's just so, like I swear to God, he's he almost plays like a similar guy to the way he is in Inglorious, where he's just so like cunning and creative and um or eloquent with his words like he's just so clever with how he words things and it's like smug and arrogant kind of but he says it in a way and his tone is like he's not meaning to be it's just i don't know i fucking love that dude like i could just watch him i tweeted this the other day i could just watch him in tarantino movies literally forever so he was awesome to see again just like how great he was Number two, I kind of forgot like how the, I knew they get to DiCaprio. Also, DiCaprio's awesome. I love his character. He's just such like a crazy, sick bastard. I kind of like it. I don't know if that's fucked up for me to say, but I kind of like it. He's awesome. I kind of forgot, though, how they get to DiCaprio. Like, I know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert, I knew that. Jamie Foxx or Django goes back in and kills everybody. Like I knew that's how it was ending, but I couldn't remember the whole buildup. Like they, uh, first the opening scene's great when Walt gets Django. And then when they go to the little town and, uh, Walt is like, go get the sheriff. And then he kills the sheriff and he's like, go get the marshal. Also badass. Forgot that scene. But like the whole big daddy thing was really funny. Like the scene with the hoods is just fucking hilarious. Um, I like I totally forgot that existed, and then just how badass they are. Like they just kill whoever they want to kill, kill, and it just doesn't even matter. So that was awesome. Um, but yeah, I forgot how they got. They like met uh, DiCaprio, so that was awesome. And then I swear it's just like so. I, I'm kind of like a little bit of a whore for this kind of stuff. Like the dialogue, like The Godfather, some of my favorite movies ever, and Glorious too. Like just the dialogue, I love how like just clever and precise it is. I don't know. I don't know like what the word is. It's just like when I'm watching it, I'm like, Ooh, like Waltz is talking. I'm like, that's a bingo. Like literally that's how I feel. So I don't know. It's a great movie. And then obviously the, that's the, one of those ending scenes, Samuel L by the way, awesome too. His character's so fucking annoying, but he's awesome. He's a hilarious, like it's just hilarious that he's, Leo's henchman and Django's Walt's henchman. That whole dynamic's really funny, but that that ending scene too, where Django just kills literally everyone, is unreal too. I'm a huge fan of that. Also, that line where he's like, "I'm gonna walk with you in the moonlight," and then Django goes, "You wanna hold my hand?" I don't know why. I love that song. Hundred black or that scene. Hundred black coffins follows that sick song too. So I don't know. I just I feel like I forgot how good that movie was. If you have seen if you haven't seen it, watch Django. If you have seen it but it's been a while, highly recommend rewatching it. I'd like 
I had a very fun time rewatching it. It was a sick, very sick movie. Acting's unreal. Waltz, dude. I swear to God, Waltz and Tarantino's is just so good. I like. I don't. He's just so good. Like, what else is that dude in? I really do need to just look up what he's. I know he's in Inglorious, and I know he's in that. But like, what else is he in? Because I don't understand how that dude's not like an international superstar. He's so good. I like. I. It's crazy to me. Anyway, so. Yeah, Django, unreal movie. Highly recommend you watch it. Highly recommend you rewatch it if it's been a while. Um, and then the other movie I wanted to talk about, this is kind of on the flip side. So yesterday I watched the movie Swingers. So that movie, I've, I feel like I hear about it like once a month. Like someone's like, oh yeah, Swingers. Like Vince Vaughn's so good in that. Swinger, yeah, that's Swingers. Like the only thing from that whole movie were during the movie, I was like, oh, hey, that's from Swingers was when um, Vince Vaughn's buddy, like what's his name, Sue, talking to Favreau and he's like, dude, you're so money, man, and you don't even know it. And the only reason I know that is because Andy in the office says that to Ryan. He's like, you're so money and you don't even know it. Like that's the, I didn't even, I knew that quote from the office. I don't know. It was from the swingers until I started watching swingers. And I was like, Oh shit, that's where that's from. So like, that's like the only aha moment I had really with that. But other than that, I gotta be honest. I love Vince Vaughn and I like uh, Favreau. He's good too. He's a great like director. I know he, he's like made a lot of good stuff, but Vince Vaughn's my guy. And I love those type of movies like wedding crashers, um, sleeping with other people. It's not Vince Vaughn, but, Sudeikis similar movie where they're just like these guys are just smooth as fuck just repartee out the ass these guys are crashing weddings they're talking to girls they're getting free pizzas with their words like these rom-com smooth talker movies like that shit is right up my alley I could watch those all day so I I was kind of thinking because I've heard like Vince Vaughn and Swingers he's the king of like the smooth guy like Who's the smoothest the smoothest character you've ever seen? I would say probably Sidakis and Sleeping with Other People or Vaughn and Crashers or just that Vaughn and Wilson combo internship. They're smooth as hell too. But I've heard people say like, oh no, Vaughn and Swingers. Like that's the definition of smooth. That's the archetype for like the smooth badass guy. So I'm going in like, all right, this is going to be one of those movies. And he gets a lot of numbers and everything, which is cool. But like he, I don't, they don't like, He's not like clever. Like that's what's sweet about wedding crashers is he's just like just so quick witted and like uh the shit he says is funny and clever and stuff too. Where in in uh swingers he's just like, Oh baby, that's baby over there. That's like I don't know. Is that supposed to be funny? I thought it, I don't know. I don't really get it personally. I mean, I like it was an entertaining movie, I guess. But I felt like the the movie was more about John Favreau breaking up with his girlfriend and then getting over it than it was like two guys like being badass, if that makes sense. Like I kind of always thought that movie was just like them two being cool and like cool shit happening, which was not the case. I mean, it, it happened like there are scenes, but I don't know. I also like didn't think it was that funny. I don't know if that's because like Wedding Crashers is also just a funny movie internship. Not as funny, but there's a couple funny moments in there. 
But swingers, I was kind of just like, eh, you know, eh, it's all right. Eh, you know, eh. Like if it was a pizza, be like Little Caesars hot and ready. Like I'll eat it. I'll watch that movie. I will. I mean, but if you're going to put buddies next to the hot and ready, like the hot and ready is not going to get touched. If you give me a DVD with wedding crashers or a DVD with swingers, like I'm just going to throw swingers in the trash. Cause anytime I'm like, maybe I'll watch swingers tonight. I'm just going to watch wedding crashers for the thousandth time. So that's kind of how it was. But again, I didn't hate it. Like it's pizza. I'll eat it. It was fine. Um, so I don't know. I just, what I didn't get about it. Like, am I alone on this? Does that movie not get brought up like constantly swingers? I swear. I swear that's in like everything. It feels like like Bill Simmons. Cause I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. I swear they talk about it like religiously, like, Oh, that's like the scene in swingers, but I don't know. I just didn't get it. Maybe it's one of those, like, and this is like the classic old movie cop out. Like, Oh, it was, it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. I don't know what it would be for though. Like, it's not like the dialogue was super great. It's not like the whole, they like nailed the whole two super smooth guys dynamic. Cause that's not even really what the movie's going for. So I don't really know, to be honest with you. I don't really see the allure. I'd love if there's like a swingers, just a swinger stand listening to this right now. I would love to hear why it's supposed to be great. You guys email me at the second string Detroit at gmail.com. Like if there's just a swingers fanatic out there, tell me why, why am I supposed to love that movie? Cause I really, I don't know. I didn't really get it. It's nothing wrong with it, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. Maybe it's, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like why I wouldn't like it, but I don't, it's just like, wasn't that great of a movie, I guess. I don't know. So those are the two I want to talk about. Django, banger, like nine. Django, probably, it's in the nines. Probably like a 9.1, I would give it. 9.1 out of 10. Swingers, decent movie. Like, I guess it's a, like if, so going in, it felt like a, this is one of those movies, like everybody needs to watch. You got to see it once in your life, like one of those. Um, I'm here to tell you, you don't need to see it once in your life. You don't. You can absolutely go the rest of your life without seeing that movie if you'd like. Um, but again, if you do watch it, like it's all right. I'd give it like a, like a, I don't know, like a 4.8 out of 10. That seems kind of mean, but like I'm, that's a movie like I'm just never, I'm probably never going to rewatch. I don't know. I don't know. So Django 9-1, Swingers 4.8. Somebody tell me why I'm supposed to love swingers. I would love that. Please email me or tweet at me. I'm at, at Nick second string on Twitter. Just like tell me why I'm supposed to love swingers. Cause I really don't know. Um, anyway, that's all I get. I don't know. Maybe I got still got like 15 minutes to fill up the 30, but I might just release this as a, a mini part to, to the lions and red wings pod. I just made the other day. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could talk about right now, sports culture, uh, culture wise. I did see a thing. This isn't really pop culture, but um, like they scientists found evidence of like a backwards universe. I could someone explain that to me? 
Like, I don't, what do you mean? You found evidence of a universe where time moves backwards. How do you find evidence of that? Like, honestly, how do you, I don't understand how you find, how is that possible? Dude, we can't even find, we can't even find evidence of like life, but we're, but, but you're telling me we're finding evidence of a, like a alternate reality where time moves backwards. That's how is there evidence of that existing? Somebody has to t- like, what? What are you talking about, dude? People still think the moon landing is fake, but there's evidence that there's a universe where time is moving backwards. There's evidence of that. It's not like a Stephen King novel or like a Christopher Nolan movie. Are you sure? Are you sure like what some NASA researcher didn't pick up a Nolan script out of a trash can or something? Like, how is there evidence? I don't, I don't really understand that. Anyway, I just had to get that off to my chest. I didn't read about it. Classic, of course. I didn't click on the article or anything. It just seems like ridiculous that that could even be possible. Finding actual, because when I think of evidence, I'm like concrete, provable evidence that this is true. Like that, that just seems like not, like, I, I don't know. That just seems not possible. But anyway, all right, I'm going to cut it off there. Um I just remembered, I just realized the whole like caller daddy fiasco. Obviously, I said in the, my intro pod, I'm a massive Barstool guy. I don't listen to caller daddy. Those chicks' voices are like nails on a chalkboard, but it has been an interesting little scenario that's unfolded, hasn't it? Um, that Sophia girl is brain dead. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad for her at all. She's a fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? Half a mil and you can make. It's half a mil, and then you get like merch percentage and stuff like that. So you're gonna make like a mil, and you and and you get your IP back, and you say no. How fucking dumb do you have to be? So she's an idiot. Alex, I guess, is back. She's pretty hot, but she's back. Her voice also annoying. Sophia's voice, I will say, her a uh, Sophia's voice is the worst noise I've ever heard. Alex still pretty annoying, but more tolerable. Um, so I guess she's back now and like doing it alone. I don't know. It's been pretty funny. I guess this will be all I'll say about it. I don't really have a ton to say about it because I don't listen to it and then I don't really care about them. But it has been really funny to follow Dave's perspective. Like he's that dude's memes, the fucking WWE memes where like he walks out as stone cold and hit, is hitting Peter Nelson with a steel chair. That shit was so funny. So he's been just making content city out of it as he does. But I just can't believe just how ridiculous that scenario is. That's the other thing. They were both going to just like, like breach their contract. Like why, why I don't, why would you think that works? I don't understand how that like, dude, you're in a contract. What do you mean? You're just going to, you don't just walk away. Like that makes no sense. That makes literally no sense. So I don't know what their game plan was when they were gonna they were going to like this company Wondery, I guess. I'm not sure what their game plan was when they were thinking they were gonna just walk away from Barstool, even though they're in contract for another year and a half. Also, do you know who Dave is? Like that dude holds a grudge like no one alive. Like, you think he's gonna just let you walk off? Fuck no. They're the ones that own Caller Daddy too. So that made no sense. But it has been pretty entertaining to follow. So hasn't all been bad, I guess. 
That Peter Nelson's probably fucking kicking himself. If he's still dating Sophia, that's a miracle, number one. Number two, um, he's just an idiot. Like, bro, you really had to get involved? I guess the whole the word on the street is the reason he got involved is because he hates Dave. So that's why, like, the whole fuck bar stool over and go to Wondry idea, I guess, was this Peter Nelson guys. But, dude, you are an idiot, man. Because what happens when this happens? Now Alex and Barstool own the Caller Daddy IP. Sophia doesn't have a job or she doesn't have a podcast to co-host. She doesn't have IP to shit. And you're like, you look like an idiot because you said, Wondry, hey, we got this deal made for you. So that guy's a moron too. Again, apparently he's like an HBO guy too. Like, dude, how do you not understand how contract works? Like, I get the two girls because they both kind of, like, seem like airheads. But, bro, you are in the entertainment industry. Like, what do you mean? You don't, like, you don't sign, like, Charlie Day to FX for a lifetime deal or whatever. I don't, that's not true. And and then he doesn't just go to, like, CBS the next day. Like, dude, you know how that shit works. That makes no sense, bro. That makes no sense. You get an actor to sign on for a movie and he signs the dotted line. He has legally entered into a contractual agreement. And then another movie comes along a week later and tells him, Hey, be in our movie. He can't just walk away. But the catch is you can't be in that other movie. He can't just walk away. Don't you know that dude? He signed the contract. Like, I don't get how that guy doesn't know what's going on. Or on it, like honestly, call your parents. Like that's a something where, like, if that happened to me, I'd probably call my dad and be like, "Hey, like, you know how this shit works? Like, can I get out of this?" And he's not an idiot, so I'll be like, "No, you can't. You have to, whatever, tough it out." And that's the other thing; they got to tough it out for another like year. That other that deal they've offered them, they got to tough it out for a year. Like what? You can't tough it out for a year. You can't sit in your New York City apartment and record one day a week for a year. And it's not like they were getting chump chains. They each made like half a mil this last year. So I don't know. That whole thing was just stupid from the beginning. Those girls, oh man. Honestly, I really wanted Dave to just tell them both to fuck off and say we're keeping the IP. Fire them or whatever, release them from their contracts and let them do whatever they want, but just kind of stick that knife in their in their side and tell them, you know, we're keeping the IP, so screw you. That's kind of what I wanted Dave to do just because I thought he might, especially because Alex at the beginning apparently was part of like the, the coup d'etat to fuck Dave over. But yeah, that, that whole thing was just ridiculous. That Peter Nelson guy, if he's still dating her, that's a miracle. Sophia, if you're listening, she probably is, honestly. Sophia Franklin, you are an idiot. Um, Alex, you're kind of an idiot. Came to her senses, though, when she got the most absurd deal of all time offered to her. So I can respect that. It is interesting, though. Like, So I've, I'd listened to like five minutes of her, for, her, uh, her first solo podcast before I started recording this. She just posted it. It will be interesting to see that because, like, obviously the two of them have been recor- recording all those other episodes, and now she's got to do it alone. So that'll be kind of interesting to see that transition going from obviously having someone else to talk to. And now you're kind of just talking to yourself. 
this whole time making it funny. So I'm kind of interested to see how she does with that. Like even now, like I feel like I can do this, like the whole talk to myself thing. Like I don't really mind it and I'm still, I don't know. It's still fun. Like just saying my shit, hopefully, obviously, ideally the fun part about doing this will be that people hear what I say and then respond. And like, we have a conversation or whatever or make jokes and then, like I said, I want to start having, like, my buddies on or whoever else wants to come on. But even this, like, it, it is kind of difficult. Like, you're just talking to yourself. Like, I can't – it's a lot harder to be funny when there's not, like, someone else setting you up to be funny, if that makes sense. So that'll be interesting to see how she does too. I don't know. I don't know. They have a fucking massive brand, so they should be all right. Um, but – it's been fun to follow along, I guess. I guess if they, if there's other stuff that happens with it, I guess I'll talk about it. But I just wanted to talk about the whole little spat in the first place. It seems like they got it resolved anyway. Sophia and Pete out on their ass, packing sand, kicking rocks. And uh, Alex is up in the booth making bands, you know. So I guess that's just how it goes. Dave's probably feeling like a king. He's about to make all that money back from it. And he fucked over Sophia and uh, Pete. So he's probably loving life. Pilot Pete over there. Pete Nelson. My man, what are you doing, brother? What are you doing? What the next thing, the funny thing is a month from now, Sophia's probably going to be like a receptionist for said HBO executive. That would be funny. Just the whole, she just completely pulled the pile of bricks out from under. That would be pretty funny. But. I guess we'll see what else happened. It seems like they got it resolved. It was funny to follow. Um, yeah, that's really, I guess, all I have to say about it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, Django Unchained, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Fire movie. Swingers, if you haven't seen it, probably don't watch it. Very, very average movie, even though your dad and like other people, podcasts you've listened to have probably told you about the bunch. Eh, like, eh, it's all right. And then call her daddy. Sophia, you're an idiot. Pete, you're an idiot. Alex, you're kind of an idiot, but you figured it out. Dave, you're my fucking guy. Um, That's all I got. So I recorded two of these today. I'll probably release this one on Thursday. Uh, The Lions Red Wings one I'll release on Wednesday. Um, And then we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what else I have to talk about. I think maybe I'll record one for the weekend, like Friday maybe or something like that. Saturday, we'll see. Um, and we'll see what I talk about then. I don't know. I might, uh, what should I get into? Email me some stuff I should get into the second string at gmail.com like, or tweet at me at Nick second string. Like there's some video I've been playing Warzone Actually, I'll talk about Warzone Cause that shit consumes a lot of my mind Warzone. But what else? Like give me some movies. I've been meaning to watch once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, I'm going to look up some current events like shit happening in Detroit so we'll see. We'll spice it up. We'll see what I'm going to come back with. Maybe I'll make some like Twitter polls if I'm uh, tossing up between a couple topics because it seems like the best I can do with these right now is like two in the allotted because I can only record for 30-minute segments at a time. So it looks like I'm only able to get like two or three topics in per half hour. So we'll see. Um, and then that's the other thing. The way I'm going to do these two is – I think I'm going to release either make like each episode so that lines and red wings episodes, like 27 minutes, like that's one episode. 
and then maybe this one will be about 30. I released this one like the next day. So this is episode two, but the way I'm going to do it is I want my episodes to be like 30, 40 minutes or shorter. So that way, um, you guys can fit it in. Cause I know like if you're listening to the Bill Simmons podcast religiously, like that shit's like two hours long. You don't have time for another, if I make this an hour, hour and a half, you don't have time for another hour, hour and a half. So I'm thinking if I can get like 20, 30 minutes per episode, just, and that's the other thing that way I don't need a ton to talk about. I just come on here for 20 minutes, throw it up. You guys can slip it into the rotation pretty easily. It'll be like the barstool rundown. Does it kind of thing? Just like little 20, 30 minute segments, slip it into the roto. Um, and we'll see where it goes. That's kind of what I want to do. A little guerrilla warfare, guerrilla marketing. Anyway, Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I don't know when we'll be back. A couple days maybe. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. I'd really appreciate it. And I will see you next time.